0: Welcome to the Questionably Qualified Podcast. I'm John Truxus, and I'm a huge supporter of Justin Fields as your fantasy quarterback. I'm joined, as always, by my buddy Mike X. X, how you doing, buddy?
1: I'm suffering through technical difficulties, but, <laughs> you know, I think I'll make it work.
0: Yeah, it's just a re-record of the first little bit there. No big deal. Yeah, my computer went
1: to a self a journey of self healing, and uh, I I can only hope that it's stronger on the other side.
0: <laughs> I assume it's just part of the, the AI revolution. You know, self healing isn't just for people anymore.
1: That's right. The, the The machines think that it's it has to find itself too. So.
0: Exactly. Exactly. All right, so we can we can skip over some of the Bears stuff that we touched on because it was really just bragging about our own fantasy performances last week, anyway. And we covered it a little bit in our in our pod last week. And we'll go ahead and just go right back over the Lions game again. So we had talked a little bit about how the Lions, deja vu baby, coming into the game were the only concern I had about them from like a Survivor League pick and everything like that is that they got run all over by Carolina last year. And that absolutely did not happen in this game. So what were your thoughts just coming away from that, that game by the Lions? Yeah, uh,
1: I kind of had a feeling that that wasn't going to be a problem with this iteration of Carolina. I think I mentioned it last week. But, yeah, just seeing how they were going to overcome not having Amon Ross St. Brown and Jameer Gabe, Gibbs, I think, was what I was looking for. And that didn't that seemed not to impact them as much as when Taylor Decker was out and then they flipped Panay Sewell to left tackle and then had to play a litany of, of bozos at right tackle. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Which our tackle depth, not great. Um, those two guys, our starters are very good. So I think that's kind of more what I came out of. Josh Reynolds is, he's good. He's been good for us. And, um,
0: yeah yeah that's a good call-out actually i really thought that with the injuries that we had sort of talked about in last week's pod that they'd be struggling a little more but between laporta looking like a dude a real dude there and reynolds reynolds played much better than i thought he would i figured that he would be more reminiscent of marvin jones and Mm -hmm. marvin jones is still on the team
1: yeah, well, so he got re-signed this year. Ah. So, but yes, he is on the team, and he had his best game uh, of the season this uh, against Carolina, I would say too.
0: Yeah, so they got some got some nice performances there that we definitely weren't expecting, that, uh, you know, coming into it.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. Um, but you know, as I said, the first iteration of this, you know, Carolina is pretty rudderless. You know, you always know that a team is really going through it when um legacy facebook suggests posts about like the dysfunction <laughs> of your organization and how frank reich is like pining for cj stroud and how uh josh McCow and their quarterbacks coach like really really wanted cj stroud and not bryce young so they're like oh yeah. you know so you know that it's not going great <laughs>
0: not not great signs i do think that people should pump the brakes a little bit on the bryce young judgment just because it's so early in his career and in fairness i didn't love him coming out in the draft just because i think we talked about it even in the previews where he is so small that i i was more concerned from an injury standpoint he wouldn't be able to do it Mm -hmm. but i it's still way too early to be saying that this guy can't get it done
1: yeah he's maybe the only quarterback that I've ever seen in an NFL game where I'm like, oh, okay, what? Yeah. Yeah, like Conor's very small, he's a pretty small, this guy, guy. is. He's, he's smaller, yeah. yeah.
0: But with that win, the Lions are in third in DVOA right now, which is pretty impressive. It just goes Niners, Bills, them. They're they're one spot ahead of the Dolphins right now.
1: Oh, wow. That's that's something else.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think the my big takeaway from that game is that I think that a lot of people say, oh, well, Panthers aren't any good anyway and, and blah, blah, blah but the lions did exactly what they're supposed to do in that situation which is just stomp the team right don't don't give them any signs of life don't don't let them hang in it don't do any of that sort of stuff just take care of business and that's exactly what they did yeah
1: i mean exactly it was kind of out of reach in the first half and you kind of knew that it was over and that is not something i'm used to seeing honestly
0: yeah yeah, I mean, I'm shocked that I'm I'm planning on picking the Lions in the next few weeks. Here, it's coming up. I have a I have one that I'm eyeballing for them in the Survivor League, and they would usually, you know, be a, a last resort late later in the season. So,
1: yeah, for sure. I mean, that's that's definitely their mo. Um, this is like their highest ever measured DVOA through five games, too. Yeah, <laughs> like pretty incredible by by like three times or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not so, even close, yeah. So, to say it's like new experience for Lions fans, I think is uh definitely not an overstatement.
0: Yeah, I think the only other thing that came out of that table where they were showing the Lions best starts by DVA through five games goes back to your point last week that you made about Stafford, where people were a little ridiculous in there. Oh, this guy's no good, they don't win enough games. There were a lot of those 2018s years in there that were listed, and a lot of that was Stafford doing his thing with not a great roster around him necessarily.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, also, eras are so different now. I think the Mm -hmm. rookie scale has really kind of evened a lot of the things out. But yeah, when it was like him and Calvin and and Dominic and Sue accounted for (laughs) 70% of their cap every year. Yeah yeah so it was kind of wild watching those teams where yeah like those three guys were re- real good but sometimes the depth was wanting
0: but yeah anyway congratulations on the win you know good start for the lions and it's just been fun to watch them too that's that's another thing i would say that it's not just that they're good it's that it's been they've been an enjoyable watch it's, yeah, it's fun are, to tune into their games
1: yes i agree, i definitely agreed except that atlanta game which we always talk about was very yeah. boring they're a, they're a fun team to watch and yeah that's I, you don't like that more than anything but like i mean it, it is really helpful
0: <laughs> yep. yep absolutely uh i think before we move on to some of the the biggest negative and positive performances we'll touch on the bills just because our friend megs is uh you know a big bills fan and they've looked good but with this week they lost matt milano and they're now down two of their best three players on defense. I might say their best two. I mean, it's it's nice to think that Von Miller is going to be in that level, but we don't really have a lot of evidence to suggest that he is at this point. He's in.
1: He's. It's tough to get back from that injury yeah. at his age. I would say, but I think he'll definitely become an impact player through yeah. like as the year progresses. But yes, the other two. That's just that sucks. It's just. And it's for such a good unit. Like I think a lot of people thought maybe they were going to start slipping on that side of the ball, and they've been elite. I think most of the they've been a very good unit. So it's a real bummer to see that, especially like kind of a fluky game where Jacksonville's been. Oh, I think we talked about. I, I mentioned it. I think I'm going to say I feel good about that. Like I was like I don't know. Like they've been there for two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. You and do. I think and yeah i mean at least the people on jacksonville said it was a very big deal for them you know week over week like i we felt this way week one we felt this way week two so yeah tough
0: tough luck for the bills there and yeah we'll see what happens but it's just there aren't many teams that could sustain those that that level of injury at the top levels of their team and, and come all the way through so let's go ahead and move on to two of the worst performances of the week Uh, The first one that I wanted to start with is the New England Patriots, who I thought might bounce back from getting crushed by the Cowboys and put up a good game against the Saints and make Derek Carr look silly. And that is not what happened.
1: No, this is another one where I I feel like the spirit of my statements kind of came out in this game because mm-hmm. <laughs> before we signed off i was like ah, man it is getting bad out there and like there's a lot of rumblings about them maybe making a change at some point and then they get their doors blown up at home against a team that really hasn't had a great identity on offense to this yeah, point I mean, the
0: saints are fine right that's that's exactly where yeah. they are
1: exactly to be fair they did get kamara back and he had a good game so but
0: but yeah this is a team that the saints looked absolutely horrendous the week before against the bucks and they were talking about how Carr had like a sprained ac joint i think and that didn't seem to matter
1: yeah they were talking about maybe starting jamis in this Mm. game i thought and um (laughs) i mean you say it didn't matter (laughs) he was the (laughs) leading he led the game in passing with one hundred (laughs) and eighty-three yards <laughs> so it's like how do you win how does your quarterback and then Kamara led in rushing with eighty yards, so how do you win thirty-four to nothing? Thirty four nothing. Oh my god. If, if your two leading, you know, yard getters or like your quarterback didn't Right. You know, that's the lowest of the high totals for every game last week.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's miserable. That's incredible. Yeah. That they won by that many points. <laughs> that's that's bananas yeah so yeah it's safe to say things are not going well in new england and i mean i I didn't think heading into last week that belichick would really be in the hot seat just because of his long track record there but it doesn't take many performances like that for that to no longer matter so
1: yeah you you can look like the 2008 lions very many games in a row without people (laughs) wanting you to be fired
0: yeah yeah you start i mean yeah the question then becomes right have you lost the locker room and are they even trying on defense anymore which and that, yeah that
1: seems so weird to say about a team where bill belichick's the head coach
0: right right and the defense looked really good before gonzalez and judon got got taken out for the year
1: oh i didn't see judon went down
0: yeah both of them went out in the cowboys game i think
1: wow that's yeah that's i think i would say that's their best two players by kind of a wide margin <laughs>
0: So yeah, it might be might be a season over already for the Patriots, which is which is kind of crazy.
1: And like this this game is kind of a gateway into like I was I had so much fatigue this week about like some of the shitty takes like we're like almost a third of the way through the season. and it's just like, oh my god, I don't know how I see these things and I barely pay attention and it's like I got Dan Orlovsky telling me, That Mac Jones is as good as Brock Purdy. Oh my God. And like, like serious, like, just like, I will fight you serious. And he like, when Rex Ryan is like, like, what are you talking about? And that guy is a bona fide clown.
0: Yeah, right. Right. When he's impressed by how crazy you sound.
1: Yeah. And I'm just like, we got that take by Dano, who normally I Mm (laughs) love, who since, since high school, you know, I have i have mad love for dan absolutely the proverbial moon <laughs> as it were but so there's that one mike greenberg saying russell wilson has never looked worse in his whole career than he did this past week yeah that's which is that's utterly insane a laughing stock of a take we'll get Here we'll get national, to some of the numbers from that game later but that's i mean yeah. as a national media personality I don't see how you can say something as boneheaded and stupid and completely devoid of facts. I don't pay attention to the Denver Broncos because they're a fucking train wreck and I don't give a shit. And they were a hideous watch last year. They were the national game a million times. So I was able to watch them and I barely pay attention, but I know the stats are a lot better for us this year. I know they score more points than they do last year and so for a national sports personality to say something so completely stupid it's just like what are we doing that this is something that you get to say especially if you're a Jets fan so it's like so your whole job is to talk about sports and the only thing you do is watch the Jets (laughs) and then you go on a completely crazy rant taking up for nathaniel hackett like he's fucking broadway joe that like, incredible. i don't need it dude like shut up sports media is the fucking worst i can't i i don't know i i said it like i i can't deal with it so it's like it's hard to be a fan and it's hard to be like i don't know man i i think i said this to you like maybe pat mcafee just turned this whole bitch into wrestling and now, everyone, I don't know. Or
0: maybe just, he just unmasked it, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe it's that. I think he, he, yeah, yeah. And that's another thing. Like, it's first take that like the hugest numbers they've done on this past Monday. And I think literally it's because people wanted to watch Stephen A. Smith dress up as a cowboy and do his fake. <laughs> I hate the fucking cowboys routine. Like, what are we doing? Like, this is literally he's just fuck a heel for the cowboys now. And he's like like I, how is that watchable? Why is that the most watched thing, man? Ugh. Yeah. Oh, son of a bitch. No, Sorry that's fair. I had to get my little rant out. No, let's been, let's use it. Let's use it as it.
0: a as a segue into into talking about that game because there <laughs> there are a lot of pieces of that game that I think are worth touching on and one of them uh, which we'll get to when we get to the picks is that i don't i don't think it's good to see a team celebrating an assistant coach that dramatically after picking up a fairly kind of lucky win against a team with a historically bad defense in denver so there's a big there's a big to do about the revenge game for nate hackett and like you said national level media personalities are talking about how he got revenge on his old team and let's just go through the scoring summary of this game real quick the jets kick a field goal to start the scoring the broncos get a touchdown to go up seven three greg the leg baby the jets tack on an extra two points through a russell wilson intentional grounding in the end zone broncos field goal jets field goal broncos field goal jets nate hackett designs a 72 yard run by Brees hall
1: that's how you draw it up
0: yeah absolutely there you go that's that's the genius of nate hackett there (laughs) they take the lead 15 to 13 in the third quarter man greg the leg is busy
1: in this game
0: jets field goal jets field goal jets field goal it is now 24 to 13 jets the broncos score a touchdown to make it 24 to 21 and then the jets score a touchdown on a fumble return So that's one offensive touchdown, which is a 72-yard run by Brees Hall (laughs) in a game that Zach Wilson, who, in fairness, is not very good, passes for 199 yards and loses 26 yards through sacks. So that's a nice net of 173 yards for the game. It's not great, (laughs) and you add to that that Denver had four fumbles in the game and lost three of them. So the Jets managed one offensive touchdown despite getting three extra possessions out of fumbles. It's just there's nothing. Well, there to be that, fair, one wow, of those fumbles,
1: plan. one of those fumbles went back for a touchdown by Bryce Hall, right? Which that has to be very annoying.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, like, oh wow, great job, Nate Hackett. You really, you really pulled that one out.
1: Yeah, that's wild. I hadn't looked at it like that, but that's that's pretty funny.
0: Yeah and then the week before because this speaks I think to the Zach Wilson resurgence you have the jets go down 17 to 0 to the chiefs somehow the jets get a safety again <laughs> you get a field goal from from Greg the leg and then you get two Zach Zach Wilson touchdowns in that game but critically you have two interceptions from Mahomes that are like the goofiest interceptions that he's ever thrown in his life and you still only managed to get twenty points in a loss. So, yeah. how impressive is this 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 run in in heavy quotes by the Jets here that they they lost a competitive game against Kansas City and then squeaked by Denver in a close one?
1: I'm trying to like square this the circle here because it's like, w- yeah, I don't obviously not impressive at all. I think the only thing you could say is maybe like the Kansas city defense is actually pretty good this year. Mm-hmm. Like currently top 10 unit. So even looking perfectly normal against them is good. But Denver is historically a bad defense this yeah. year. Um, I think I heard that it, it's one of those insane DVOA differences. I think the 31st worst defense of Chicago mm-hmm. and the difference in DVOA from denver to chicago is the same as chicago to the 20th team
0: yeah yeah it's ridiculous they're how bad they are they
1: are are so bad so you don't throw for two bills against them you throw an interception like you score one offensive touchdown and we're now we're we're supposed to give you flowers and say nate hackett like fix Zach wilson like what is the narrative there Yeah,
0: not (laughs) to mention i don't know if it's a hackett or Robert Sala's job, but at the end of the first half, he turned in a classic Nate Hackett moment in Denver, and they didn't get a fucking playoff when they could have gotten a field goal at the end of the half. They just got nothing, because they ran a play, threw the ball inbounds, but to the boundary, they got the ball back, and no one rushed to the line, so they didn't get the snap off to spike it.
1: That is reminiscent of his time in Denver. <laughs> the, fans, the fans in Denver must have been like, oh yeah, I remember this.
0: So to your point about about was it Mike Greenberg's point? Yeah. Russell Wilson right now, his passer rating for the season is
1: 106.1. Right? That's not bad.
0: And passer rating isn't everything. I understand that, you know, but there there are different ways, different measures. But it is at least one catch-all measure for this sort of thing. Yeah. Last season he had two games where his passer rating was better than 106.1. <laughs> I
1: mean, Again, I bet we could just look at, you could look at any metric here. You could probably yeah. look at completion percentage, points scored, rate, like, I'm yeah. sure by every metric he is better than this this year.
0: How about his performance against Indianapolis last year when he was 21 of 39 for 274 yards and two interceptions? That one? How, how about, that's a pretty, that's a pretty bad one. Nailed it. Or he could go against the Rams where he's 15 for 27, one touchdown and three picks. That's that's a nice yeah. one too. You know, these, Especially uh, these against near, the Rams. uh or the, the fearsome D- Houston defense last year. He goes fourteen for thirty one with one touchdown <laughs> and one interception. Oh my
1: God. That is that's truly a putrid line.
0: P- pick one of those, Greeny. I think he has a 14 good case there for that. 31? Worse. Oof. <laughs> truly incredible. Yeah, I
1: mean how was he in that Seahawks game, I, their first game? Well, didn't he stink?
0: Yeah, that was also hideous. That was a 29 for 42. I mean, by compared to these other games, that's a oh, wonderful yeah, completion that's, percentage. That's pretty good. With a whopping one <laughs> touchdown and zero interceptions. So, oh, yeah, that might have been the best game of his, his tenure there. <laughs> oh, brother. Yeah, wild world that we're in right now with that, with some of these takes yeah uh okay so let's go ahead and move on from that so we can both settle down a little bit and we'll talk about the positive performances for the week i don't really want to touch on the jaguars too much besides like good for them they got the win and they really need them because they're still not clicking in all the ways they need to
1: yeah luckily that division is kind of dog shit
0: yep absolutely uh falcons desmond ritter looked competent but we'll see if that's actually a curse for them where maybe they should be trying to move on and they won't be after this one
1: yeah, what a wild one. I I wish I had seen more of this game, but
0: it was a funky game. It wasn't as funky as yeah. Baltimore Pittsburgh, but it was funky. Well,
1: yeah, that one is completely <laughs> wild.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I had that I had that pick in there last week for the Steelers and we talked about how it's just like, yeah, divisional and also on top of that Pittsburgh Baltimore man, like these games they're never that big of a spread and and they're always weird and close and that's exactly what we got again
1: yeah it's um yeah, i think that yeah i i was giving myself some flowers for my energy towards some of these games that's not one of them i was kind of like really you know because the steelers offense is so bad Terrible. Like i just i that's so crazy they were able to pull that one off it still but,
0: doesn't make any sense like yeah. i was watching the game and it was 10-3 baltimore <laughs> And I popped back over after I was cooking for a little bit and I was like oh it's seventeen to seventy to ten you know Baltimore must be put it like wait no seventy to ten Pittsburgh <laughs> what happened <laughs> and it's yeah. like oh yeah they had a, a pick in the end zone and then they just chucked it up to Pickens and that actually worked out for them because that's their best offense
1: yeah I mean you'd think <laughs> uh, you'd think they'd try something like that a little bit more um there was a, a video of matt canada reacting to that play which um is probably the best play they've had the entire season mm-hmm. and he literally has no reaction and <laughs> I-, I couldn't have laughed like i was like oh my god dude. like literally like he didn't even like pump his fist he didn't mouth yeah. like yes like oh nice he didn't celebrate with any of the guys up there who were like all were like clapping a little bit he literally didn't do anything amazing <laughs> i was like Oh, 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 oh man, you can the, the guy. He must just be like that dead wasn't part inside. of the structure
0: for my play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think he's just dead inside because, like, how could you not be? Yeah,
0: yeah, that definitely could be too. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> before we move on, let's talk about I think probably the most positive performance of the week, which has got to be the Niners, right? Just straight burying the Cowboys and giving giving Cat uh, and I a, a nice early bedtime. No,
1: that's not. You like that about a game like that.
0: Yeah. I thought for sure I'd be up watching that thing till eleven.
1: Yeah, that that's kind of part of the uh reason I didn't get that twenty that we talked about in um fantasy, because Dak got. God.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he sure did. That was a, a tough outing for him. But I think it kinda of went exactly the way that we predicted it last week, which is McCarthy wants to live on these little these little dink and dunks and Fred Warner is erasing a big chunk of those as well as Javon Greenlaw like that that Niners defense is just ready to eat that up and I think I I listened to the athletic pod and they described it the best way I think which is that works great when it's five yards for every one of those and then every once in a while the guy slips it for an extra three or four it doesn't work so well when they're contacting him immediately as the ball is touched and dropping him for a two-yard gain
1: yeah, I think it's, like, there's another, some of these takes that I've seen that people want to say, like, Mike McCarthy is somehow competent at calling plays, which I I don't think I've ever seen that. Mm-mm. Maybe, like, when they won the Super Bowl, um, when he was with Green Bay, I think he was calling the plays. Yeah. And that was 14 years ago. hmm So...
0: Yeah, he was great at calling those back shoulder throws that Rodgers would hit over and over again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, maybe having uh, arguably the best quarterback um, we've seen in a long time uh, at his prime, erased a little bit. And, like, I don't think Dak is terrible, but you can't just do these stupid, I mean, they're not stupid, but You have to have more elements than this ridiculous quick game that, you know, people want to rebrand Texas Coast. Like, just, it's West Coast offense, friends. Like, what are we, can we not, can we not with this? Everything has to be a fucking thing. Why? Why does it have to be? Let's just call it what it is. Like,
0: Yeah. I don't know. It reminds me a little bit, you know, I think we're just turning into old men. But it it happens with every time. There's a like, oh my god, this guy is is the best person, the best running back for the the Seahawks ever, or something like that. And you're like, wait, have we all forgotten about like the people what who played in the eighties and nineties? Alexander, <laughs> they were really good players back then.
1: <laughs> oh man, I remember just starting out fantasy. If you had him, oh yeah, it yeah. was over
0: absolutely. But you know, yeah, but, we're we're just getting old, right? We get to we get to yell at people from the window, and like so
1: if a the only problem with this is that if instead of mike mccarthy it was like some fucking like 22 year old trying to call the west coast offense like the texas coast offense i'd be like oh whatever this dumb fucking kid doesn't know a goddamn thing right right. but instead it's mike fucking mccarthy and i'm just like shut up yeah
0: who came up in the west coast like the classic west coast offense with mike holmgren straight from yeah. bill walsh like <laughs> hey,
1: straight yeah he's like two like uh, yeah one or two removed from bill walsh so yeah you can't just like do all the same shit and try to call it something different and like and then the the thing that makes me mad is that like the nfl's fucking press corps <laughs> aka every single fucking news media sports news outlet will just say all the shit that they say they run with it. Yeah. and not just say hey you know what, Mike McCarthy stinks, and there's no way that this offense is going to be better going from Kellen Moore to him.
0: Right, <laughs> like, right. There just isn't any way. Yeah, it's not a very hard. It's not a very hard to take, take to come up with there.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like everyone who wants to, you know, I don't know, wants to.
0: Yeah, they all want access still to everything.
1: Yeah, and they. Yeah, exactly.
0: But yeah, I think so. You, the even more impressive part, I think, has got to be the Niners' offense, the way that they just did not seem to care about whatever the Cowboys defense was doing.
1: <laughs> that was, it, it was an interesting watch. They, they kind of did whatever they wanted. It, it was, yeah. Cause that, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys, uh, the guy, Quinn. Dan Quinn. Yeah. Dan Quinn, his stuff, he always does the, you know, I guess it's like, he doesn't really switch what he does up that much so i think like maybe i don't know they just kind of had his number i don't know it it kind of defies logic in a way that it's like that's a good unit and they made the dallas cowboys which has a good defense look like the lions made the carolina panthers look yeah yeah, exactly what how is that possible yeah
0: yeah including running the exact same play
1: yeah that's exactly right to an iowa tight end that's exactly it's literally the same play mm-hmm. I think I told you I thought that mm-hmm. LaPorta came from the backside yeah because I did not
0: think of it but yeah yeah you would you would come up with it, like in the moment
1: yeah it's the it was the exact same play which is crazy
0: yeah I love that yeah I hadn't thought about it at all but I now that I was it came to mind just now that Shanahan was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons when Quinn was the head coach there so he probably knows him pretty well from that standpoint
1: oh yeah I, I didn't put that together but that's man too many revenge games you, you don't so get nice. them all mixed <laughs> yeah. up but like i'm sure he had to go against that defense all the time so yep yep and he is kind of a consummate like tactician mm-hmm. damn john you should be in the news media sports <laughs> landscape because that's a good take that's a good t- i mean there are not a lot of good takes out there but if you're like hey <laughs> sign me this up guy m- maybe has a an idea how to beat a Dan Quinn scheme, given the fact that they were together for so long in Atlanta, which that's probably a little bit of it. But, like, you know, that's not what people are going to say. They're going to say, oh, Dallas sucks, and San Francisco is a juggernaut, which they are a juggernaut. But,
0: yeah, uh, they truly but, are right now. Yeah, and I think um, to your point earlier about the Purdy one, where I know there are a lot of people, <laughs> I think the Ringer still has Purdy <laughs> ranked, like, 22nd in NFL QBs. And i i don't need to push that he's like a top 10 qb necessarily yeah. because we've watched kyle shanahan do this with jimmy garoppolo we've watched like
1: <laughs> true but it, it never looked like this with jimmy right
0: G. and that's the thing it it just takes away a lot from what brock purdy is doing and on top of that there is there have been multiple stories written about how year two for a quarterback with shanahan is usually the breakout because his system is a little more complex than a lot of people would give it credit for. And because of that, they really blossom in year two. So Matt Ryan, when he had his MVP year, that was year two and the Atlanta offense the year before was like fine. Yeah, but they had mostly the same pieces the year after and they've given a lot of credit to just having another year in the system. And all of a sudden Ryan started clicking on all of it and he has his MVP season. And that's where we are with Purdy as well, right? He had a chance to learn it last year, and now he had a whole off season. And I think we're seeing it. Like, no one's had an answer yet.
1: Yeah, they look very, very good. And it, it just brings me back to, like, the beginning of the year. Like, who was feeding the press that he was bad? That's what I want to know. Was it, like, oh, yeah. Sam Darnold's people just being like, <laughs> oh, this dude fucking sucks. They're going to start Darl- Sam trail Darnold. Ends yeah man like but they i had heard like i don't know it was reported at least a little bit that like they were maybe gonna yeah start sam darnold and i'm like <laughs> what is that like, i i just really like we'll never know but i kind of really really want to know
0: yeah i'd be curious about that too because i remember hearing it and i was like oh his elbow must not be healthy yet yeah and apparently it is so yeah i don't know maybe maybe jim schwartz is the answer though this week <laughs>
1: oh no are they going down to cleat <laughs> they're going down to the dog pound huh they sure are holy hell i i i really didn't look at the, the schedule too closely but that's the one i want to circle
0: yeah that's gonna be a really fun one to watch i don't know if watson is playing yet it sounds like the browns don't know if watson's playing yet which could make the Cleveland offense a rough part of that. But I I also think that the 49ers are about to expose the Browns as uh, definitely not that historical defense that we've been hearing about, this uh, legendary oh. all-time defense of the unit they've put together there. Are the Browns coming off a bye now? They are.
1: Oh, we'll see. Yeah, so no excuses at all. I mean, right, we just watched... Lamar put 28 up on them mm-hmm. and then put up 10 against the Steelers. So. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It, it might get a little bit ugly, but I'm sure they'll just find a way to say, oh, the offense is so bad. How, what were they supposed to do? Yeah, that's
0: the only reason for it. Is that, Yeah. Yeah. No, this is, uh, yeah. I, th- I think the, the Niners. But to your point, it's one that I definitely want to watch because I think it will be interesting to see, like, okay, there's the 30-point streak continue? The Niners just keep churning out 30-plus points every single week.
1: Yeah, I'd put that one down in the book. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> On top of that, uh, some of the other games I'm excited for, I would say Cowboys Chargers. That is could be a classic example Ooh, that of should be just a fun one. wild shit happening. Oh,
1: another revenge game. Mm-hmm. Everything Telling is Moore a coming revenge back, baby. game. Moore Moore, going, yeah. Ooh, that's Monday night.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be a fun one. That's gonna be that's gonna be
1: fun. You're right about that.
0: And then I wouldn't have guessed it, but Lions Bucks is kind of exciting, right?
1: I'm very excited, and like I never know if it's just because I'm a Lions fan, but I am. Like, yeah, we talked a little bit about Baker last week, mm-hmm. and uh, that offense is really good. The defense is good. It's, I mean, it got flexed into like the second um slate of games as the game of the week so i mean i think everyone thinks it's kind of a fun game
0: yeah i mean so this is the part that is really curious to me is like we have the baker mayfield elephant elephant (laughs) we have the baker mayfield (laughs) element element, which is always interesting to watch but going through the tampa bay Buccaneers season so far they give up 17 to the vikings 17 to the Bears. 25 to the Eagles, and 9 to the Saints. I mean, that's a pretty good string of performances. Even giving up 25 to the Eagles isn't that bad.
1: That's true, but the Eagles aren't... They haven't really figured it out 100% on def, on offense yet. Agreed. But they're coming off a bye-two, uh, Tampa is, so...
0: Yes. Um, yeah, I think. I think it'll be a good way to see if the defense for tampa is that good because i was a little suspicious of it heading into last week and that was part of the reason that i felt good about the patriots playing the saints is that i was like well the tampa bay defense held the saints down but Derek Carr was injured and i don't know the tampa defense is that good but they looked great again i mean it's just you know then the saints dropped 34 although like you said not the yardage wasn't there so much so (laughs) who knows what's going on there really (laughs)
1: Yeah, man, <laughs> that New England is there in the wilderness at this point.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, so that one I'm pretty excited to see. We'll see if the Bucks, if their defense does have any answers to slow down Goff go and the Lions, or if the Lions are also just churning out another another big game.
1: I think they have the longest streak of 20-point games in the NFL currently. I think they're at 14 or 15 games.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. So
1: Ben Johnson's got a fire baby.
0: Yeah, he absolutely does. He's been crushing it. So, yeah, I think that game is going to be a fun to watch. And then on the other side of the ball, too, you know, the Lions' defense has been very good this year, but it's just tough covering those guys for Tampa. So is this one where, you know, the, the relative weakness of corner is a problem because Mike Evans is dunking on people? Or, you know, do they do they get a pass rush home before that even matters? Or I, I'm very curious to see how it plays out, kind of going both ways in that game.
1: Yeah, I think it's 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 oddly one of those things for Tampa Bay where being one-dimensional kind of helps you in this game mm-hmm. because the Lions, their strength on defense, surprisingly, has been holding the run down. Mm-hmm. And Tampa Bay hasn't been able to run against anybody. So, I mean, they don't really have to worry about that being taken away from them, and that's something the Lions do really well this year. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Baker doesn't hold to the ball. I think he's taken, like, what, only two sacks this year? Like... Yeah. Some insane number where he does not get sacked and he is evasive in the pocket. He likes to get outside and yeah, he'll throw it up to Evans and like, why not?
0: Yeah, it's not so, a bad idea.
1: Yeah, it's going to, it's definitely going to test, um, Alliance secondary. I don't know if Brian Branch is going to be back. Uh, I think he's possibly going to be back. Uh, that could be a huge help in the secondary, but um, I think the guys we have are really good, but yeah, I think every time we pay, play, have played Mike Evans, it's been kind of a bloodbath, so <laughs> um, definitely not looking forward to it in that regard, but it'll be a good test. I yeah. mean, they're a good team, actually. Yeah, I'm glad it got believe... flexed into
0: the afternoon slot, because I think that's one I'd like to actually just sit down and watch.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of bummed at how good uh, Tampa Bay looks, given that uh, Atlanta was the consensus uh-huh. QQ NFC South pick, and now it's looking like that might have been the wrong pick.
0: Well, it's the right season <laughs> to remind everyone that it's there's still a lot of time for Baker Mayfield to turn back into a pumpkin.
1: That's, that's very true. That's very true
0: the only other game that i am vaguely curious in is a seahawks Bengals game the seahawks are just fun to watch also they're another one where that offense is just it's exciting whether it's whether it's putting up 30 or if it's you know a little off but it's still exciting to watch and then it could be a really fun game against the Bengals if burrow is actually more like his old self he looked better against arizona right
1: yeah that's what everyone was saying that he kind of looked like he was finally back they didn't have t higgins and then jamar chase just put up numbers
0: yeah yeah, I'm so. not sure if I'm ready to believe quite yet that Burrow's all the way back, just because I'm not sure a calf injury like that should work that way. Yeah. As much as maybe he just threw the ball to Jamar Chase a lot, which is also a good plan.
1: That's a pretty good plan, I would say so. <gasps> um, other revenge games, Dayball against uh, the Buffalo Bills.
0: Yes, yes. Uh,
1: New England against uh, McDaniels.
0: Belichick versus McDaniels. <sighs> Talk about... is that
1: that's a get that's gotta be a get right game for new england
0: you would think so i mean talk about one though that (laughs) the (laughs) amount of of headlines that involve those two names for how little i want to watch either of those teams that they're coaching yeah it's a bad ratio right
1: (laughs) it's really funny because for whatever reason the vega like las vegas all the games are most expensive like every week and right now new england at las vegas is the most expensive ticket you can buy this week in the nfl and it is like just a fucking putrid game yeah like the only reason i want to watch this game is to watch these once like lauded dipshits that are famous for fucking cheating like mcdaniel's cheated in denver they all cheated in fucking new england and now the fucking world is collapsing on them, and it couldn't happen to two dumber fucks. So, (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. I, I also am sad we didn't mention last week, two weeks ago we were talking about uh, Aiden O'Connell getting his first start, and then Khalil Mack sacked him six,
0: six times, times. six, and times. that is
1: unbelievable. That's another thing I've been talking about how I hate takes. How people were like, "Oh, you know, Khalil Mack's not really a, an issue anymore." I'm like, "All oh, right, well, he has six sacks in one fucking game, so I think he's still pretty good, guys." <laughs> that's that's,
0: that's like,
1: pretty good. Yeah. <sighs> God damn. So I'm what tired have of it.
0: In terms, of, like i'm trying to think even even fantasy wise i don't really want to watch that game you got Devonte adams who's <laughs> yeah that's questionable I that's,
1: for it that's like the one the one guy
0: but like jacobs has been disappointing this year i have Ramandre. he's been wildly disappointing Oof, like nobody should be rushing to watch this game
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's it, it an absolute turd of a game for yeah. sure <laughs> it
0: really is all right, before we head out, I'll go ahead and close it out with my picks for this week, and we can get your your thought on them. I'll just run through them real quick. The uh, We went 2-1-1 one, one last week, so we're 12-4-1 on the season. This week, my favorite lines are the Eagles minus 6.5 at the Jets. This is, I don't know, we can just call it the greenie oh, effect. Like, there's no oh, fucking man. way that the is Jets that a, joke? a touchdown. <laughs> is that, is that a Eagles. joke? That can't be it. Like,
1: has it been bet? something different than that let
0: me check i don't know i mean that's i was i was blown away i was like you gotta be kidding me so that has like,
1: got i mean it's at new york is still i'm thinking
0: nine or ten yeah yeah i i was shocked to see that oh it's it's up to seven okay well
1: i still think that that's free money
0: yeah this is this is gonna be one of those ones where you're like oh that's right this is what happens the eagles are good all over the place
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and they're also not the sort of mistake prone offense like the chiefs were on that night where Mahomes yeah. is just chucking it up like they're just going to go ahead and keep running the ball down the Jets throats. Yeah,
1: New York's got two impressive back-to-back games against Patrick Mahomes who got body snatched and yeah. fucking Denver Broncos <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst team I've ever seen. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this will be a different story. Then I love the Dolphins minus 14 versus the Panthers. I don't really know what to say there besides Dolphins versus bad teams, especially bad defenses like that offense is just gonna rack up numbers all day long.
1: Uh, I guess the only thing I would say is, I mean, if you think Ashan uh, is like the real difference maker, and Jeff Wilson coming back is gonna be a step down, so the, maybe their running a game won't be as dynamic. But yeah, uh, <laughs> that one can really could really get away from Carolina.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. It might just turn into a track meet again. Yep. Yeah. Then we have the 49ers minus 4.5 at the Browns. I loved that one before I found Holy out that Deshaun moly. Watson might not be playing.
1: What? 4.5? Yep. Oh, man, yeah. I love that. Those
0: people, people seem to be very impressed by Deshaun Watson's one game. Who did he play well against? I don't even remember.
1: I can't... Tennessee, maybe?
0: Yes, I think that's right. I think it's Tennessee and playing well put some quotes on that one too that is is pretty generous yeah you're right it's against tennessee <sighs> sure i don't know but four and a half yeah i'll tip the niners all day on that yeah. one
1: the only thing i would say about this one is um i me- i think i mentioned it is uh coming off a buy maybe mm-hmm. like that's worth like you know one and a half yeah the rest of is nice yep. yeah
0: yeah and then I'm going to take the Seahawks plus two and a half uh, against the Bengals. And that one is just kind of banking on. I just don't know that, that Burrow is all the yeah. way back yet. And Yeah, and
1: like Arizona might be right. turning into Arizona.
0: Yeah, yeah, they might be more like the team that we <laughs> thought they were heading into the season. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, if that's the case, I mean, two and a half. The Seahawks were good last year, and they haven't really looked bad this year, I don't think. And so yeah, it's kind of odd to me that it's they're getting the regular sort of road points against a Bengals team that had one game where they looked pretty good against Arizona, and that's it.
1: Yeah, wait, Seattle, they're giving points, right?
0: No, Seattle's getting 2.5. Oh my,
1: yeah, that's, there's no way I wouldn't pick that. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, like, unless Burrow is back to 100%, right? Then, is it? Yeah, I would feel like Higgins is still going to be out too, though. Right, that's true. That's true. And the Bengals' defense hasn't been nearly as good this year as they've been the past couple.
1: Yeah, I don't know about. I don't know what's going on with that, but yeah, I love Seattle there too. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, that does it for this week. Thank you very much for joining me, buddy. And I will talk to you this weekend while the games are on.
1: Sounds good.